Welcome to the Fantasy Sportscape. This is your host, Jill Garcia. Today we have a very special guest from Hoops and Brews, very own Pavi. Welcome to the show, brother. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so actually you and I connected, uh, obviously via Chris, Chris Anderson, who covers uh, the Clippers for us. He actually, yeah, shout out to Chris. So he actually told me about you, and then I think I saw you. uh, I think that's like. It was at the Clippers. What did they play that day? Was it the Bulls? I think it might have been the Bulls. It was the Bulls. It was the Bulls. Yeah. They played the Bulls, and then I, I, I saw, I think I saw like the Hoops and Brews, and I was like, oh, okay, let me, this is who Chris was talking about. It's a collab. Uh, I think we kind of just exchanged social media, yeah. and then kind of saw what you were doing, and I think we kind of like saw, okay, we're trying to build uh, some of the similar stuff. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you got your niche, and I got my niche, and it was just like, you know what? Come to the office. You came to the office here, yeah, and now yeah. we're doing the podcast. We're doing the podcast. Yeah, so um, let's dive in a little bit to your story. Obviously, what you, how did Hoops and Brews get started? And what and first, what is it? And um, so basically, Hoops and Brews is on the podcast of me and my homie TPJF. Um, so Hoops and Brews really started, well, the origins, I want to say, is like the 2016 playoffs. Okay. Um, right, so we would, actually before that, so I came out here because I'm an artist. Okay. Right. And Where are you from? Chicago. Okay. And TPJ actually shoots all of my videos, right? Mm-hmm. So he moved to LA, I want to say, six, seven years ago, right? So at that point in time, I would always like come out here to shoot videos. And I was like, well, I've never lived anywhere else before, so like, why not just like try to live in LA for a while? I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. So I got here, and like, I always was a huge basketball fan, but I never had lead pass. Mm-hmm. So I finally got here, and like, I bought lead pass because I didn't want to buy cable because like it's mm-hmm. cheaper than having. Yeah. So I was like, yo, I like, I know from four to like nine every day, I'm gonna have something to watch. So I started watching Mad Basketball, which leads to having Mad Basketball arguments. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, this is kind of funny and kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. We should really record this. Mm-hmm. And he's a huge like Warriors friend, and like. A LeBron's my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that whole little era and then literally the 2016 playoffs, we sat in his house on this super little TV, like watching the entire playoffs, arguing. And I'm like, bro, we have to record this. Yeah, yeah. So the next season, we just started recording it. Um, we luckily got picked up by MLG Highlights. Okay. Um, they were one of the biggest highlights. Well, they still are one of the biggest highlight channels. Um, so we did that for like, I want to say a year. And what do you what do you mean by picked up? They they picked up so, the podcast or yeah what yeah okay. so like so we at first it was just a podcast and then we turned then we started recording it so we started recording I want to say about like two years ago mm-hmm. right so about like I want to say maybe seven months into um, recording it we reached out to them and it was like yo like if you can give us some content we'll put it up whatever it was like all right cool so we did that for a little while we gained ten thousand subscribers and we just kept going reached out to the Clippers got uh, got um, credentials so really it really just started from just two guys being fans of the game not really thinking too hard mm-hmm. just wanting to just talk about basketball yeah, yeah. because we did it anyway so yeah. it's like yo why not do something productive and record it yeah no, and I like that you mentioned that because it's like the same thing with me right it was just like I just want to do this I know I've been doing this my whole life and kind of just talking about it so it's just like let me like when you said you're watching the playoffs I watched the playoffs it's like the best time to watch basketball right yeah and that's when that's when the refs let the boys play like you know they get away with certain things but I like what you said it's just like it went from you know just you have an idea just just there at, at your boy's place and then just like let we you you instantly thought we got to record this yeah we got to record this and then that thing led to another to like you know two years now you're credentialed by the Clippers because it's just something natural bro like everybody has these discussions like mm-hmm. when you link up with your friends to make the safest thing to talk about is sports yep. you don't want to talk about politics with people you don't want to talk about religion because those things like can actually get really heated because mm-hmm. like it's like can be life and death for some people yeah, yeah. but sports is like nobody's gonna get mad if really really mad if you mm-hmm. have a different sports opinion mm-hmm. like if I'm a Warriors fan and you're mm-hmm. a Lakers fan like I'm not really gonna want to like really really hurt you 
would harm mm-hmm. you if you have any type of sense. Yeah. Just because you have a different sports opinion, it's not that serious. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that no matter what, you, it always brings people together. Yeah, unless you're a Patriots fan. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just something that literally always brings people together. Like you yeah. know how many times like that'll be an icebreaker. Yeah. You know, you'll just be sitting no, somewhere is. and like just all. Oh, you know, yeah, and you hit on a good point because that that's that's to me like whenever I'm like somewhere somewhere in the city, whether I see somewhere like. For example, when I was in Chicago or whatever, I was like, uh, obviously someone was wearing like a Bulls. I was like, man, you guys need some help. Obviously, the GM from the top, or I see someone wear like a Jets jersey, or I see someone wear like a Lakers or whatever, and I was just like, so what do you think of, Le- of LeBron? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you're so right about that because that's just the, and that's how I really relate to people. Like, like what? Like, that's the way I relate to people. And I'm just like, yo, it's Stephen Curry. This is like, and like that's the way that I I really think. I my my whole mindset's like like just kind of sports related like just even kind of building a fantasy sports kit was like okay we got to get to the fourth quarter you know like okay, 10 yeah. now now it's time to execute and put stuff out like that so how like how consistent or how do you how can you break down the, the show schedule and the stuff you guys talk about um so basically we just cover like the nba um okay. we just got credentials for the um la spark so i'm sure we're gonna have some WNBA content in there mm-hmm. as well but basically we record every sunday Right. Um, for like an hour 30 to two hours and we put out the full podcast Monday morning around like 7 a.m. Pacific time put out the podcast and we break it down into small little segments every mm-hmm. like just daily so if we talked about Harden for this 12 minute segment we'll put out this 12 minute segment on Tuesday and we'll put out this other segment on Wednesday but the full podcast in four to four hour 30 podcast is recorded on Sunday usually mm-hmm. and comes out on Monday and then we do that every single week nice and then and then for that it's just it's just specifically just for like the NBA breaking that stuff down yeah what NBA. is what is your goal what is your guys' goal with hoops and Bruce? Um, the goal is just to build like a, a like a like a like a media network, like mm. the next ESPN, mm. but mixed in with like lifestyle stuff as well. Um, we also do this show, well, um, produce this show called Highlight the Shade. It's kind of like a VH1 style talk show. Okay. Um, two girls, they just talk about what's going on in the world mm-hmm. or like the um, entertainment world. So kind of just like build in the next like ESPN with like a sprinkle of like lifestyle stuff mm. as well. If I was looking at like the long term goal for what we're mm. trying to do with our company. Yeah, no, I like them because obviously there's a lot of culture within the NBA and I think that like the NBA to me is the biggest is the best league in all of America I get to cover all I've been able to cover everything sports even being able to go to World Series and all that stuff to me the NBA is a pioneer Mm -hmm. and it's because it's also a players league right so the players obviously the players have so much way unlike the NFL I'm not not trying to shoot down anything the NFL uh, there's too too many politics too many egos and the players don't I feel like at times the players don't don't benefit like they should be, mm-hmm. you know. And baseball is kind of like an older sport. I had this conversation actually with LA Times uh, reporter uh, Kevin Baxter, and I think soccer or football, uh, depending how you refer to it, is coming up. It's trending up. I don't know if you've had a chance to check out what LAFC is doing and stuff like that, but I think NBA is going to be at the top. Or esports, I think, because there's a bunch yeah. of stuff. Esports, sports will, is, yeah, I think esports, yeah, esports will be at the crazy top. Right now. Yeah, esports is crazy. crazy like, right now. And one thing about that is, it's like people like right, we were looking up to like Kobe or LeBron growing up. Mm-hmm. Now people are looking, looking up, up to, to like esports guys, these yeah, esports guys, guys, like yeah. Ninja and all these other guys. Yeah, yeah. So I think it'd be esports, NBA, and then soccer would be third, and then NFL. I don't want to shoot down the NFL unless they turn the thing, turn it around. But right now, it's there's so much. It's just with, with, with you know the NFL and baseball. It's so hard to be a personality. Exactly. Like for instance, Mike Trout getting paid four hundred million dollars. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, right? If he walked past you right now, would you know him? 
I would. I would know who okay, Mike Trout. Okay, you would know. I would because if yeah, I would know. But if, you, if Mike Trout walked past you right now, I would have no idea. Mm-hmm. The only people in like Major League Baseball I might know if I saw him, I like uh, uh, what's the guy who just signed with the Phillies? Uh, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, okay. and I, I can't even think of his name. Bryce yeah. Harper and like Chris Bryant because I'm from Chicago. Okay. As far as like the NBA, like they have very recognizable faces. There's no like. Mm-hmm. They probably have the most recognizable athletes out of any sport. Football, you wear a helmet. That's what I'm saying. So you yeah. don't even, like, who... Unless you're Tom Brady or something. Tom like Brady, Aaron Rodgers, guys like that. Who else is very recognizable in football? Uh, Richard Sherman, I would say, yeah, very recognizable. Sherman, yeah. But for um, Antonio Brown, because mm-hmm. he looks crazy half the time. But in basketball, there's no helmets. Everybody's very, very recognizable. Same with soccer. Like, soccer athletes, I think if you look at the... I think they did the top 10 most recognizable athletes in the world. I think it was two soccer players. Like that were in the Ronaldo, top 10. Yeah. Leo Messi. And, and Messi. And I think Steph Curry was in there and like mm-hmm. LeBron mm-hmm. and I think I don't think it was I think they one football playing Tom Brady mm-hmm. because you don't even get to see these guys mm-hmm. faces so I and, and, and you're right it's just like more oldest but I feel like basketball and soccer are more progressive mm-hmm. than what um, football is and I think on that too the thing that the basketball has is tied in with the culture right whether it's rappers or musicians or entertainers that attracts it not only the sport is fun but also I think there's a lot of credit that has to go to the top which is Adam Silver mm-hmm. and he does a really good job and I'm starting to see some similarities with soccer because you start to see like the way LAFC has built up their fan base mm-hmm. it's insane so people they're drawing the younger crowd and things like that and I see like right I, I just instantly see I'm like this is once soccer pops in America it's gonna be insane because it, I literally think it's might less than 10 years before soccer really comes up there and people start to see because what LAFC is doing in the city of LA, second biggest market in America, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, we're talking the world too as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that has, there's some similarities, but I'm just excited for sports, you know, just I as agree. a whole, just as a whole and us being able to be in the NBA, cover certain things. We yeah, kind of yeah. see things like right there. Okay, that makes sense. That's popping. That's what's cool. And stuff. And then collabing like this because... Being able to go to Staples Center is one of the coolest things. You know what I'm Literally, saying? like every time I walk in, I'm like, "Yo, Kobe, like scored eight <laughs> Bro, I know. I'm thinking the same thing. But Kobe gave people. Kobe gave Jalen Rose eighty-one, and then walked down. Yes. Exact calls, bro. That's what is going on? That's the same thing. I'm what is seeing. going on? That's literally Jerry West walked past me one time like yo Jerry really? West yo like bro that's the logo. Bro. Yeah, but dude, so I, I got I got this crazy story. So I was actually telling this to uh, Tomer yesterday. When I uh, it was like the first couple of times I was going to the Clippers training facility for practice, and I, me and Jerry was a little like he 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 parked obviously in the parking lot, but I had to go through the, the gate mm-hmm. just to get in there, and we're like walking at the same time I'm like holy fuck that's Jerry that's, 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 that's the logo <laughs> like, bro that's, yo, that's the logo so it's like so it gets to the point like we're getting pretty close to like open the door, so he opens the door for me and I'm like. Like, yo, Jerry West. Yeah, just like, <laughs> bro, what is going on? You're trying to be composed. Like, yeah, you know, like, yo, you're Jerry West. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, like, and so I was like, what the fuck? I was like, freaking out. And then he has like a, like a very like southern accent. So I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, thank you. He's like, yeah, you're welcome. And I was like, oh, damn. Jerry like, West just spoke to me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, so that those experiences, yeah. like, just being part of that. And then the, the network are people that are there. Mm-hmm. I saw the day Michael Rappaport was there and stuff. And like, just like, I'm not too maybe into the celebrities because like it's just the network that we we have access to just yeah, like yeah. right there you know. Nah, like, I mean like it, it, it's not even about like being big in celebrities. It's just mm-hmm. like yo, these are people you grew up seeing on TV or like they seem like larger than life figures, and it's exactly. like yo, I just walked in with you, bro. Like that's like I didn't never think if you would have told me when I was 12 years old, yeah, J- Jerry West gonna walk past you one day in Staples and I'd have been like, you're you're lying. Yeah, like yeah. you're lying. 
Let but alone just be on the court. Be on, yeah, yeah, literally, like, yo, I'm on an NBA floor right now. Like, I walked into an NBA locker room. And it even still gives you, like, a – like, yeah, we, we've all played. I know you said you played um, AAU and mm-hmm. you played in college. I played in high school. Wasn't good enough to play in college. But still, like, you realize a locker room is just a locker room. Yeah. It's just literally yeah. a locker room is just a it locker is. room. It so is. it gives you a different insight. So even when I'm, like, you know, trying to talk to, like, the average – I don't want to say the average fan, but just, like, mm-hmm. people who haven't been as fortunate to be in those situations, I'm like, yo, let's calm down a little bit. Like, it's not the way you think it is. Yeah, like, yeah, I know yeah. it seems like an NBA, but, like, if you've been in the locker room, it's the same thing. It's just <laughs> nicer. It is. It's just it's nicer, just, bro. It's just nicer. They, nicer. Got, they got food there and stuff <laughs> like just, that. It's just nicer. The same thing. They crack jokes. They It's just a regular locker room. You know, you know what's so interesting about that? Sometimes they let us, the media, inside there, um, even before these guys are ready. So, right? So, it's just like, to me, I'm like... Why don't they just let us in there? I think that sometimes certain teams, because we were like uh, James Harden, um, they like he, he was still icing his knees and stuff like that. He was just getting ready, but like we still had to wait. Like it was so much media. It was like 30, 30 people in there. Mm-hmm. You know, the, in the Clippers, uh, I mean the the bit is a lot super 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 small. Super small. So it's just like I'm like this literally doesn't make any sense. Which is hilarious to me. Like when I walked in, I'm like, yo, this is extremely unimpressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they really don't give a damn. <laughs> they really do <laughs> not care. They really do not care. Because you know what? Sorry, I had the opportunity to go to the uh, Lakers Clippers game, and I went to the Lakers locker room. Is insane. I don't know if you've been there. Oh my god, it is insane! So I they like change it up for the Lakers. No, no, no. The Lakers have their own door. Lakers. Oh, and they the have Clippers. their own door. Yeah, they have their own. Door. I didn't know they had their own. Yeah, door. Yeah, yeah. Just like the Clippers have their own door, mm-hmm. so it's like the Lakers, then there's the press room, and then the Clippers, and then uh, the visitors, and then the Sparks. Mm-hmm. I think the Sparks okay. have the Spark. The Sparks have their own. Okay. Room. But yeah, like I mean, just going into the Lakers locker room, I'm like, because oh. <laughs> it's it's bigger than the Clippers. Yeah. It literally, it's, it's nicer. Like they just because they just redesigned it. And I'm like. That's LeBron James, <laughs> but he wasn't. He wasn't there. That's the whole time. But still, it's like yo, that's LeBron. James. That's LeBron James locker room. Like, that's LeBron's locker room. Yeah, that's Rondo right there. That's Javale McGee, and like it's just yeah. like that experience because like obviously I grew up right like being like when you're from LA, you just kind of grow up like in the Lakers. You know, mm-hmm. Kobe was there and stuff like that. So it was that was kind of like a surreal feeling for me. I'm like, holy shit, I made it, <laughs> made it in here. You know what I'm saying? Nah, bro. I mean, I'm from Chicago. Grew up in the '90s. So it's like you from Chicago. I was born in '91. I was born two weeks before Michael Jordan won his first ring. Yeah. So when you born in there, there's no way you can't not be a basketball fan. Yeah. Like they won six. They won dude, six. My rings. birthday is Michael Jordan's birthday. There you so go. I was like, dude. There you go. Yeah. So it's like to, to to even be able to do the things that I'm doing just off of like literally having an idea and just like talking. Like yo, we gonna we we argue and we need to record this. Mm-hmm. That's literally. So like, even when people ask me like, bro, how'd you do it? I mm-hmm. just recorded and just mm-hmm. like didn't stop. Yeah. No. <laughs> you you no. That, that's a great thing. So I just what I like to do in my podcast also like to give advice and I don't just like to give advice for myself because I know everybody's kind of stories are mm-hmm. different so could you give some advice to people who are listening here right? some expiring journalists or they're not even journalists but they want to do they want to do the same shit that we're doing what advice do you have for someone uh, uh don't stop bro like it's, it's not even literally just like don't quit like I saw a Nipsey interview um R.I.P. Nipsey and he mm-hmm. was like yo the only yeah, difference between me and anybody else was like I just didn't quit mm-hmm. literally just like find something you love and if you like it enough then just don't stop doing it if you if you are consistent and you know it's good quality content, somebody will recognize it and you'll grow audience. If nothing else, people will respect the consistency. Like people respect when they see you doing something every day consistently. So even if they aren't the biggest fan of it, it's like you know what I tip my hat to that guy. Mm-hmm. So literally, just like find something you love and just continue to keep doing it daily. Mm-hmm. Just do it daily. It's no rocket science. It's no huge thing. Just find something you love and don't stop doing it. Don't yeah. quit. And I like that because that's what I preach with my team. That's what I preach with anybody that wants to be part of this. Because it's like, for me, I just, I just tell people, just to add on to that, I was like, 
you don't have to be perfect. You just got to be consistent. Because I know, I know the, the more shots you take, the better your, your numbers are going to get, the better it is. Whether it's writing more articles, whether it's talking on a podcast, whether it's doing photography, right? It's Real just cool. like... Go ahead. Real quick, I was um in the uh, last time, the last game I covered. Um, Doc said something. It was like a parallel between life. It's like yo, if you aren't willing to miss fifty shots, you can't play for me. <laughs> That's like, so you, true. Like literally, yeah, like, yeah. shoot the ball, bro. Yeah. If you open, it's a good shot, bro. Shoot the ball. So like, like you said, you got to be willing to just shoot, just take shots, bro. Mm. You miss every shot you don't take. Yeah, just take shots, bro. Shoot. Even sometimes to me, like even like that's what to like even like right like well, I think I was like interviewing like Vince Carter, you know, mm-hmm. and I like completely like the words that came out of my mouth just didn't flow or didn't make sense, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, it's kind of like a dumb question, but I was like, I think like there was a this big time ESPN reporter, she kind of looked at me, and I'm not gonna say her name, but like she looked at me kind of like a little bit. I think she was kind of laughing because the way the kind of mm-hmm. question came out, I was like, hell no, I gotta ask, I gotta be asking. So then I asked Vince, I was like, well, like you know, how would you like to be? Uh, known right obviously you've been in the league for so long like how do you want to be remembered mm-hmm. and he asked that and I was like what do you like what are you trying to do afterwards so that was just like I was like I know I messed up on the first question but if it comes back around because you know there's kind of like a flow yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like I'm asking him a question again because yeah. it's just like for me it's like you ask a question even if you mess up then just stay there and ask another question I mean, it's just, it's not even that. Like, the one thing I've learned, what I remember, this was a grade school lesson. Like, there's no such thing as like a dumb question. Mm. And even if you like dumb questions, I've seen media members. Like, I watched a lot of press conferences. Mm. I see media members ask a lot of dumb questions. Mm. So even like when I'm, you know, on Twitter and sometimes like, people get mad at like a player's response. I'm like, no, what was the question that was asked? Yeah, yeah. Like, how did you want this? Like, even when the LeBron thing, like the trade deadline, it's like, yo, like, what do you feel about your teammates getting like, what do you, what do you want him to respond to that? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you, you, you're so right about that. And because I learned quickly this season, especially with the NBA, uh, when I, I had an opportunity to go to the World Series, those beat reporters asked the tough questions, but it's how they worded it. It's all yeah. about how you're wording, mm-hmm. and it's a learning curve for me because I like like you said like LeBron like what do you think about like your team or like do you do you want you can't necessarily you can ask them but if it's smooth right yeah, the you way you, you got to know how to ask it smooth you know because I one question that I wanted to ask LeBron is like he had posted I haven't asked him this but I, I wanted to be like you know he talked about Lakers Nation you know that the the drought was gonna end I forgot what he posted on his Instagram but then I was gonna be like uh, I was gonna ask him like. How would you? Are you posted on your Instagram like pre like prefet um, like preface? If you post on your Instagram about Lakers Nation that you know the drought will be over, but like how would you describe your relationship with the Lakers Nation? Because that's a better smooth. It's a better. It's a smoother way than being like. So LeBron, do you get along with Lakers Nation? You know what I'm saying. So this it's two. It's a it's the same. It's the same. Uh, thing that I'm trying to get across, but a better way of asking it. Yeah, because you it, it doesn't sound like a like attack. Exactly. You don't want to make exactly. sure you're like attacking them with the question. Mm-hmm. It's just a, you, know, you can answer this however you want to answer this. Yeah, because then that's that's the biggest thing. Like whoever's I mean whoever gets the chance to this, it's like literally if you want to interview players and stuff like that, you got to know how to ask the question. Even if it's it is kind of I don't really my team we're not trying to be like no team Z, but it's like we want to know like what like shit what like okay that this happened. You had a beef with this player or whatever, like, what went down? Tell us a little bit about your situation, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we're all fans first. Exactly. So it's like, you know what it's like to be a fan? Like, I know what I would want to know if I was a fan. So let me, like, ask the things that I think people like me would want to know. 100. So, yeah. No, no, no. It's really not rocket science. No, it's not. not. It's really not rocket science. It's literally, literally, like I said, the more more shots you take, the more more stuff you do. So, um... Bobby, 
How how are we gonna collab? How do you see us collabing more in the future? Because obviously we're, we're collabing on this podcast. We got to talk a little bit because uh, obviously you're trying to do this. We talked earlier. I should I mentioned this in the podcast. Yeah. You talked a little bit earlier that you're trying to put um, your people on. I'm trying to put mm-hmm. my people on, right? Because what we talked about earlier, there's not that many people of uh, whether they're black or Mexican yeah. or Hispanic, I should say, uh, in the media room, mm-hmm. uh, and we want to get. Our voices kind of heard from yeah, yeah, our side. Definitely, right? definitely. Um, like, like I said, we can. Uh, we're gonna return a favor. We're gonna get you guys on um, our podcast. Um, and just, I feel like just, just being like seen together is the best like thing. Mm-hmm. Just being seen and just, you know, just literally like being seen with other people. So it's not like you just like stand alone. So I want to make sure that I'm seen with you. I, I want to make sure that you guys are seen with us. And and you know what what things happen organically through that they will happen but i want to say like i'm gonna get, make sure i get you guys on the podcast we're gonna have some fun drink a couple beers talk a little yeah, basketball that's good. um and yeah we'll see where it goes from there man like i said like i i rock with your vibe i can tell you know you a fan i'm a fan mm-hmm. cool people I'm, I'm 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 always down to build um relationships with good people so Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Let the people know where they can follow you. As always, well, not as always, because it's not my podcast, but you can follow <laughs> me. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at, uh, at PavyWorld, P-A-V-Y World, all one word, um, hoopsandbrews.com. That's hoops, the letter N, brews.com. Solid, of course, guys. Uh, make sure to give this a five-star rating wherever you guys listen to this podcast, especially on Apple Podcasts. Just look at our stats, so we got majority people on there. But wherever you get your music, you can listen to this Spotify, Stitcher, Google Playlist, whatever. Give us a five-star rating and also share this and give Pavi and uh, Hoops and Brews, Hoops and Brews. Uh, a shout-out as well. And, of course, you guys you guys can follow me at Gio Garcia LA. It's G-I-O Garcia LA on Instagram and Twitter. So, for Hoops and Brews, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Oh,